No announcements. Oh, good. Good. Very good. Very good. In our bulletin, you'll find a responsive reading. If you'll turn in your bulletin to that, we'll say that real quick. Then we'll sing a hymn. Is it what I, I cut up? Cut off the announcements. I hope. Was there anything else we needed to talk about? Okay. In your bulletin, please. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Now, if you'll turn in your hymn, do we have do we have words, John, or we need? What I didn't hear. What? Oh, we got both. Good. We're gonna sing. Uh, this is my father's world, and we're supposed to have music and the words. <laughs>
first uh, give Brother John, we, we don't have a, a musician this, this evening, and I went to Brother John and asked him, I said, can you pull this stuff up on the computer and the sound system and whatever thing he's got back there? And he did so, uh, and that's great. Good pictures, good music, and uh, not having to deal with hymnals. So let's give Brother John a round of applause. For Thank you, Brother John. We already talked about joys. Uh, are there any others? Yes. Oh, wow. Is he here in this area? In Maryland. Well, good. Good. Uh, any others? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that no matter our problems, no matter our situation, you're with us always. We thank you, Lord, for this congregation that's meeting tonight. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to give us a place to meet and a place to praise you. Lord, all of these things we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, your your beloved Son. Amen. I wanted to to talk to you all this this evening. I almost said this morning, this evening, about what we've been going through for the last few months. And in today's world of 24-hour news, it's hard not to listen. In fact, I'm almost at a point where I don't listen to the news much anymore because every moment seems to be about COVID-19, coronavirus, And it is almost, it's probably very possible that with all this news, you might be in a state of fear. After all, the experts have suggested that 100% of us will be, in, will be affected, infected, or in some way be touched by the coronavirus. With that in mind, it may be a good time to go to Scripture for solace and strength. No, I don't think it would be a good time. I think it would be a perfect time to talk of what Scripture promises us. If you'd like to follow along, you could turn to Mark chapter 4. Verse 35 through 41. 
anybody want to turn, I'll give them a minute or two. Otherwise, just sit back and listen. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the, but he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the seas obey him? Brothers and sisters, this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. In biblical terms, brothers and sisters, the sea generally represents danger. In the story from Mark that we just read, as told above, the danger becomes real. The sea is about ready to consume these men. Friends, the world we live in is also dangerous. Throughout history, we have devoted our efforts to making making it through earthquakes, volcanoes, hurricanes, tornadoes, diseases, and pestilence. However, we have, an, we have an advantage. We have come to understand and believe that when Jesus is in the boat with us, when Jesus is in the boat with us, we have nothing, absolutely nothing to fear. When the storms come up, and I know that we're in a in the eye of the storm as we speak here this evening. I don't know the statistics of, and it changes from moment to moment, hour to hour, about how many people have passed away as a result of this virus. And as I spoke earlier, just a few minutes ago, in biblical terms, the sea represents danger. And that's been such for a long historical viewpoint. Ancient sailors feared those things below the surface, those monsters, those things that could come up and consume them in a minute. Things that couldn't be seen. 
and it struck fear into this into the hearts and minds of sailors all over the world. Brothers and sisters, this virus is no different. It's a monster that we can't see. And, it, and in some cases, it may even be monsters that we can only imagine. And as I say again, we have an advantage. We have come to understand and believe that when Jesus is in the boat with us, we have nothing to fear. When a storm comes up, and as I said earlier, we are in the midst of that, the eye of that storm as we speak, we have faith that Jesus, who has looked after us for millennia, Throughout all of history, His grace will continue through all the conditions forced upon us regarding COVID-19. Brothers and sisters, if you look at the, at the front page of your bulletin, I just, and I didn't realize this till after I printed the bulletin off in the blank bulletin, but it says from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, we even take pride in our problems. Think about that. We even take pride in our problems because we know that trouble produces endurance. Endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And in this scripture that we read this morning, or just a few minutes ago, it's the sailors approach Jesus after they wake him and they say, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Jesus, do you not care that we are perishing, or teacher? And he says, why do you have such little faith? I am with you. How many here this evening would even think that Jesus does not care if we perish or not. I know better do you. If you go to John 3, chapter 6, I'm sorry, John chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, it says, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Brothers and sisters, if we turn to God, if we recognize that God loves us, 
if we recognize that all we need to do is rely on Him, we will be saved. And brothers and sisters, you know, we so often, and throughout this entire uh, situation, we have watched the news, and the news talks regularly about how man, how the scientists and and Dr. Pellucci, I think that's his name, <laughs> whatever his name is, and yeah, one of the big doctors on the president's uh, coronavirus task force. We look to them to be saved. The scientists, we think we can be saved if they just come up with a with a vaccine. Or we might be saved if they just come up with a a treatment once we once we have been infected. Brothers and sisters, need I remind you that we are already saved through Jesus Christ. We're saved through Jesus Christ because He died on the cross for us. As we continue on, and, and I, I've even talked to people who say, don't, don't get too relaxed because the virus is going to stomp on us again. It's going to come around next fall. It's going to catch us again next fall, and we're going to have to go through all that same. I don't believe it. God is looking after us as we speak. God's looked after us throughout this entire situation. I, you know, I pastor two other churches, and we have not lost one person to the virus. I've had two pass away, but not from the virus. So I want you to, as we depart today, as we're eating our food and, and talking amongst each other, and one of the things, before I, before I go into this, you know, it's a shame, it is absolutely a shame that I have to walk around and be fearful of you, and I refuse to do so. I refuse to be fearful of you. God put us on earth to be together, to be sociable with one another, to look after one another. One of the things I've recognized, you know, when I go to the food lion and my seems to be almost a daily routine of going to the store, I used to have young boys who'd follow me out to my, my truck and they'll asked to help put my groceries in the car. You know what? It hasn't happened not one time since this situation raised its ugly head. We were losing our humanity, brothers and sisters, and that's a shame. We're losing our humanity when all we need to do is rely on Christ for our continued safety.
So as things change, and, and we keep talking about the new normal, and we we talk about things that that we're going to have to, you know, people are going to be wearing masks for the next 20 years, or, or elbow bumping. I refuse to elbow bump, by the way. If I can't shake your hand, it's, we'll, we'll just say nice things to one another. But as this, supposedly this new normal takes effect, I want you to just ask yourself, when fear seems to be taking charge of your life, I want you to ask yourself, is Jesus in the boat with you? Will you let the... Conditions of today trouble your faith. Do you have faith in Jesus? That Jesus came to the world to save you and to save us? Do you know that Jesus can command the windstorm to be at peace? Do you believe He will? I do. Brothers and sisters, don't let fear take charge of your life. Let Jesus take care, take charge of your life. Brothers and sisters, that's my message as inspired by the Holy Spirit. And I thank you for listening. We have words for this following, for the next hymn, Brother John. As we sing, he's got the whole world. It's Jesus that has the whole world. God has the whole world in his hands. sisters, he does have the whole world in his hands. It's him, not the evils of the evil one. And now, brothers and sisters, we're going to skip uh, communion today. Uh, I just thought it was it's wise to do so for the time being. We'll reinstate that next next month.
Now we're going to sing, Just As I Am. If you have a need to come to the altar, please feel free to do so. If you'd like for me to pray with you or for you, I'd, I'd love to be able to do that. Brother Jay's up here as well. Please come to the altar if you feel glad to do so. Just as I am without one plea, but then thy blood was shed for me, and now
It's a day to celebrate, brothers and sisters. It's a day to celebrate because Jesus loves us all. Brothers and sisters, as we depart, I ask Jesus to bless each and every one of you, to stay with you and be with you. And I ask, Lord, that you would just continue to bless us all. Lord, we ask that you'd bless the food for nourishment of our bodies that we are about to partake. Give us strength through its nutrition. Fill us with the Holy Spirit that we may do your will. In Jesus' name, amen.